once upon a time, 27 years after the bombs fell, there were two people, a vault dweller and a California girl. They met and sparks flew. That's when things got interesting. This is their story. Once Upon a Wasteland, Episode 10, I Shall Take Care. You. Hello, Kirsha. It's nice to see you again. I hope you didn't mind the little show we put on for you out there. Had to keep up appearances, you know? What's going on? You two know each other? Yes, we do. Quite well, in fact. Odessa Valdez, I'd like you to meet Brian Reardon, or as I suppose he'd prefer to be addressed, the Morning Star. Wait, the person your dad sent to Washington and then disappeared? The very same, Odessa. I'm fulfilling the mission that Kirsha here and I both swore an oath to complete. You do not get to call me that. Not anymore. I think that a reminder of who you used to be is exactly what you need. Can someone please tell me what's going on? Brian Reardon? But... <clears throat> I feel like that name should mean something to me. But it doesn't. I'm sorry about that, Doctor. I had to take... precautions when we brought you in. Couldn't have you giving up the game when we brought Odessa here in. What are you talking about? I don't know how much you remember. Probably not much, considering the state you were in. I was just glad we got to you in time. But the rehabilitation program... You fixed me. You completed my research. Our research. Well, I didn't complete the research. I had some help. I was able to track down one of the four remaining scientists from your team, and I brought him here. He was very happy to get back to work. Dr. Troiani here was one of the stragglers. She... I left Appalachia almost immediately after leaving the vault. I was supposed to go to Washington, but... Nobody can get near it. I'm sure you ran into exactly the same problems we did. It was awful. The radiation was terrible. Monsters left and right. Both human and otherwise. Yeah. One of the scientists you couldn't track down. Well, he didn't make it. I was lucky that I survived myself. I had to make some very difficult decisions out there. I understand. And I'm sorry. I lost the rest of my team out there, too. They were good people. The best, in fact. And I'm going to honor their sacrifice by completing this mission. By any means necessary. I ended up kind of hiding out. Going place to place. But I had to get to the central lab. I didn't even know if it would still be there, but... It was almost pathological at that point. 
I can understand that. I was obsessed with trying to fix myself with the equipment at my lab. But in the end, I just ended up making myself worse. You shouldn't have had to do that alone, Tony. I should have been there to help. There's no way you could have been, Em. Everything that happened, everything I did, that's on me. You had to concentrate on surviving, and I'm so glad you did. But that's all in the past now, right? One more treatment using everything we've learned, and you'll be as good as new. What's he talking about? It appears that Brian here managed to coordinate the resumption and apparently the completion of my research. And I suppose I was the perfect test subject. You were. I mean, you were almost completely gone when we grabbed you. You would have been dead within a week or two. But I had to take some... liberties when I was rooting around in there. I'm sure you understand. What did you do? I made you forget about me. Who I am, what my mission was, all of it. It was a little complicated because of my relationship with Kirsha here, but I think I managed to do it without causing much collateral damage. That was something that we hypothesized we'd be able to do eventually, but it would require a direct interface. That's right. Building that was a challenge. Kind of like a partner's desk for the mind. And the initial testing, it didn't go well. How many people died testing it? Does it matter? You, of all people, should understand the sacrifices that need to be made for the greater good. All of you should. The ends justify the means? It brings me no pleasure to have to handle it this way, but... Yes. Especially when the ends are this important. What are you actually trying to accomplish? This is clearly about more than curing dementia and repairing neurological damage. In due time, Odessa. It will all be clear to you. I promise. Now that the cat's out of the bag, there's no need to keep you locked up in here. You have the run of this facility. And I think you'll be impressed. That's one word for what I'm expecting to be. Don't bother trying to escape. I mean, on one hand, I guess I'd be disappointed if you didn't try. But I recommend saving your energy. We have a lot of work to do. We'll talk later, and everything will be made clear. Greg, let's give our guests some time to relax. They have a big day ahead of them tomorrow. What the hell is going on? I don't know yet, but whatever it is, it's not good. That's an understatement. Yeah. I'm just trying to read into what he said. He almost took offense to the idea that he was doing anything other than fulfilling our mission, but... But how is... whatever this is, fulfilling your mission to keep civilization going in Appalachia? I don't know. Brian was always five steps ahead of the rest of us strategically. I suppose it's possible that he had a different brief from the rest of us, but my father should have known about it if he did. Unless Voltec kept it from him. Right. That's always a possibility, unfortunately. We have four smart people in this room right now. Maybe we can think through it. How could this technology be used to further the goal of keeping the area from falling into chaos? Well, he seems to have selectively erased part of my memory. That could play into it somehow. Perhaps. Let's think bigger. He said that he had to directly interface with Tony's mind. 
and manipulated his memory in very specific ways. It could be leveraged for more than just seeking and destroying. Exactly. Maybe instead of just an eraser, it can be used as a pencil, too. Wait. Dr. Flagler, you said something about that when we first spoke, didn't you? You said, um, that you didn't have the right kind of pencil to fix yourself. Yes, I do remember that. I was having so much trouble keeping my thoughts coherent. Sometimes I found it easier to think in metaphors. That does beg the question, though. Did he use a pencil when he was inside your head, or just the eraser? Well, he clearly did a lot of work fixing my neural pathways. I feel sharper now than I did 20 years ago, and he said that he hasn't even finished the repairs yet. Doctor, I think we're going to need to keep a close eye on you. Just in case. He may have done more than he's letting on. And I may be a danger to all of you. I'm sorry. I hope it's not the case. It's alright, Lily. And I'll be sure to say something if I don't... feel right. Thank you. So, we have a working hypothesis that he can erase memories and may have the ability to manipulate them as well. And, given that manipulating memories was an important part of the project, it stands to reason that if he completed the part of the project to repair damaged minds... Then he very well may have also completed the other part. Wait! The operation at Foundation! He was trying to kidnap Paige, wasn't he? Yes. So, what? He was going to brainwash the leader of Foundation, the largest single settlement in Appalachia, and... send him back as though nothing had happened? Hmm. That's not exactly an elegant plan, but... I suppose it could work. If my surmise about how this technology works is correct, then it would be like kidnapping someone and replacing them with a duplicate. A duplicate that is completely indistinguishable from the original. They wouldn't even know anything had happened. It's like you said at your place, after what happened at Craig's club. It was like you'd always felt that way. It was unnerving. I knew something was wrong. But at the same time, it felt like there wasn't. Like my mind was trying to convince me everything was fine. Keep in mind that the Visiontron at Craig's Club is related to, but not identical to the tech we were working on for Mind's Eye. The eventual plan was to bring the two projects together, and that's what I was supposed to go to Washington for. Vault 112 was the main location for Project Tranquility, but like Brian said, we couldn't get anywhere near DC itself. So what did you do? There were other labs, further away from the capital. vault knew that DC was going to get a hell of a lot of nuclear firepower dumped on it, so they spread the labs out a lot further than the ones here. I tried to get to one of those, but, well, I was one scientist on her own out here in the wasteland and it became apparent that there was no way I was going to survive long enough to get to even one of them. So you decided to come back to Appalachia? Yes. I thought I could get together with some vault Tech people and lock down the Project Tranquility Lab that was here, but I couldn't find any. And before I knew it, Craig and Davina had broken into the lab and taken the pod, the tapes, and all the control modules. Did they damage any of it? They didn't. I think they knew they were onto something big, so they were careful with it. I think the most impressive part was keeping it secret. And it was even more impressive that you two somehow managed to get in. 
I saw dozens of legitimate, well, as legitimate as criminals can be, I suppose. I'll say legitimate-ish parties get turned away, but not you two. Well, I had years of training and Odessa here's a natural. <laughs> I don't know if I go that far. I would. You even had me fooled. If I hadn't recognized Beth, I wouldn't have thought anything of it. We make a good team. And I was trained by Andrew Kirby. I told you he was the best teacher on the planet. Shouldn't we, um, talk about the elephant in the room? What's that? What's he going to do with us? It's a good question. There are so many permutations of why each of us may be here. I understand why the doctors are here. He said he was trying to bring the original research team back together. What's left of it, at least. Of course, but what about us? I think there are two possibilities for why I'm here. He either has a plan to move against the Brotherhood and wants to use me for that plan, or I was just bait. Hmm. Either of those is very possible. He knew that I would move heaven and earth to get to you, and to get you back. And you did. Tony and I have some catching up to do. The residential area here looks like it was designed to hold about 30 people. There are plenty of empty rooms. We're going to get some rest. I suggest you do the same. I still have a lot of adrenaline running through my system after that fight. I'm not going to sleep for a while. I understand. I'm still recovering from those blood eagles drugging me. So I'm going to sleep like a baby. Hopefully that doesn't mean you'll wake up every hour crying. <laughs> I hope you're right. We'll talk soon. Good night, you two. Good night. Good night. <sighs> so now what? I thought this was going to be a rescue mission, but I somehow managed to get myself captured. I can't believe Carlson had me fooled. I need to be better than that. But at least that explains how those blood eagles got the drop on you. There's no way they could have taken you if he hadn't betrayed you. I never would have suspected Carlson. And I've known him for months. I was so suspicious of Alan that... Wait, is Alan part of it too? No. At least, I don't believe he is. We talked right after I learned you'd been taken. He explained his actions and, for what it's worth, I believe him. Though I was so wrong about Carlson that I'm not even sure anymore. Don't beat yourself up. Maybe Brian reprogrammed Greg too. There are so many questions right now, and only one person has the answers. We're cut off from all the resources I'm used to having. No mom, no dad, no Charles. Um, aren't you forgetting something? You're right. God, Odessa, you're right. I have the most important resource of all, my North Star. We'll figure this thing out, together, no matter what we have to do. I'm open to suggestions here, but the fact that Beth, Odessa, and Greg haven't contacted us yet has me concerned. I'm concerned as well, of course. 
but we made the decision that the best course of action was letting Lily handle this rather than going back in with guns blazing. Remember, we lost contact before they entered the facility, so there's likely radio jamming equipment in use inside, just as it was outside until Modus eliminated it. That's true, but we still need to consider when a shift in that strategy becomes necessary. Do we wait a day? Two days? A week? I've been in contact with Enclave leadership since we got back to Atlas, and we're prepared to assist with the second rescue operation if needed. Intel, boots on the ground, whatever you need. Why is the Colonel so interested in getting our scribe back? I don't know what Modus told her, but whatever it was convinced her that getting both Scribe, Valdez, and Beth back has become an Enclave priority. That's good to know, Lieutenant, and we may take you up on that offer. But right now, we need to trust that my daughter is handling this situation. Rushing in with a brigade behind us is more likely to result in tragedy than retrieving either or both of them. I agree. And based on what I've seen from her, I trust her abilities, her instincts, and her training. Amanda! Amanda! Who are you, other than Amanda? She's Beth's best friend. And someone we can trust. Can someone please tell me what's going on and how I can help? Right now, we're just waiting. You're waiting? <sighs> Jesus. I should have just gone over there and gotten her myself. I figured the Brotherhood would be over here gazing at their navels. But you, Mr. Kirby? I thought you'd be ripping doors off hinges and beating people to death with them. That is still on the table. But the three of us have been discussing next steps since we got back. The three of you? Cindy, are you... Wow, I'm really proud of you. Thanks. I know how important Beth is to you, and once the Colonel agreed to join the fight, I wanted to be the one who helped get her back. That's... Thank you, Dollface. While we wait, I do have some new information. My inside man at the McAllen's Club told me that the neuroscientist, Dr. Rebecca Holcomb, has gone missing. And on my way here to Fort Atlas, I learned that Dr. Anthony Flagler, also a neuroscientist, is nowhere to be found as well. I take it you don't think that's a coincidence. Well, at first I did entertain the idea that it might be. But then I learned something very interesting. Dr. Holcomb was working under an assumed name. She is, in fact, Dr. Emily Troiani, who worked with Dr. Flagler on Project Mind's Eye, the project that is responsible for the technology that the Morningstar is amassing. That certainly doesn't sound like a coincidence. Indeed, it does not. He could have snatched Tony at any point. He was living alone, unguarded. And the Morningstar already took technology and research from him some time ago. Why not take him then? There has to be a reason. Yeah, it's like he was waiting for this exact moment to pull the trigger on his plan and get all the pieces in place at once. Look, I'm just a very respectable tavern owner and all, so I'll let you big brains figure out what this guy's plan is. But... If there's anything I can do to get Beth and Odessa back, I want to do it, okay? Thank you, Amanda. You appear to have the trust of both Mr. Kirby and the Enclave, so we'll keep you in the loop. But for right now, 
We're just going to give Beth time to do what she does best. Why don't you go home? And I'll radio you the moment we learn anything new. Or if anything happens. You can go back to the bunker as well, Lieutenant. Or you could come back to my place. It's closer than the White Spring, so you can, um, you know, get back here quicker if something happens. And if we're in one place, it'll save time getting in touch with us. Paladin? However you want to handle this is fine by me, Lieutenant. But I'm not your commanding officer. I'll leave it to you to decide if this is something that you feel you need to clear with her, or if it's the kind of decision you're empowered to make on your own. I'll give her a heads up. Can you keep an empty bunk available in case she decides it isn't a good idea? Of course. You're welcome to stay here as much or as little as you feel you need to. Thank you, Paladin. Mr. Kirby, I'd like to speak with Charles and get a sit-rep. If anything changes, I want us to be ready. Of course. Amanda, Lieutenant Connors, we'll contact you immediately if anything happens. We'll do the same, Paladin. Thank you. So, how mad at me are you? I'm furious! How could you just leave like that? I'm sorry, baby. I just... I had to get away. I was overwhelmed. I... I think watching Beth and Odessa fall in love like they did kind of drove home how I feel about you, and... And, well, it scared me. I've never seen you scared. Maybe that's why I couldn't say goodbye. I, I didn't want you to see me like that. Mandy, I love you. And that means I don't just want to see you when you're at your best. I want to be there to help you when you're struggling, too. I, I want to be the one you come to when you feel like that, not the one you run away from. No, I, I wasn't running away from you, baby. I was running away from me. Yet, you did run away from me. Your actions don't just affect you. They affect the people who care about you, who love you. I was devastated, and I know Beth was too. We didn't know if we'd ever see you again, and that hurt a lot. I never wanted to hurt you. But you did. Ugh, you're so frustrating. Do you know what I noticed about Beth and Odessa? Why they fit together so well? Beth isn't constantly comparing Odessa to you or their relationship to the one you two had. Yet, you can't seem to get past it. Or her. Hey, that's not fair. Isn't it? I'm not still hung up on Beth. But you are, and don't tell me you two aren't getting back together. That's not what I meant. It just feels like you look at me through the lens of what happened between you two. Beth has moved past it, and a big part of that is because she found the right person to move past it with. You not being able to do that... I'm sorry, Angel. I guess... I'm sorry if I'm not enough. You are, baby. You are. I came back because Beth needed my help. But I'm staying because of you. I really want to believe you. Then believe me. Look, when I got wind of what happened, yeah, my first thought was that Beth needed me. And I gotta be honest, I wasn't ready to come back. To face you after running away like that? <sighs> but... But when I heard your voice over the comms, I, I realized in that moment that leaving was the wrong thing to do. I felt so much regret. And I still do. I'm so sorry, Dollface, for running away, for hurting you. Especially for making you question how much I love you. That's the one thing I never doubted. I was just worried that it wasn't enough. I've never felt like this about anyone else, Cindy. And I'd like to, you know, 
see where this all leads, if you'll have me. Beth talked about me being the one who brought you two back together as friends. Maybe she brought us back together too. <sighs> this whole thing is really complicated. And that's gonna make it hard sometimes. I know. But some things are worth fighting for. Good morning. Good morning. How long have you been up? A little while. I took a look around the facility. It's enormous. But he wasn't exactly telling the truth when he said we had the run of the place. There are areas that are still off limits? Yes. There were a few doors that were locked up tight. They weren't guarded, but... What is it? It sounded like there were super mutants on the other side of most of them. Super mutants? I wonder if he's been experimenting on them as well. If he could program an army of those, Appalachia would be in serious trouble. Even more serious than it already is. Indeed. I was thinking about the timing of all this. He seemed to make so much of this about me, personally, that having me here, in his clutches, makes it feel like he's about to make a move. A big one. I was thinking about that failed operation at Foundation. He was trying to kidnap their leader, but the more I think about it, the more logical it is that he'd already tested his plan. I see what you're saying. You don't try to execute your plan on a key piece until you're sure that you're ready. And what better way to be sure of that than testing it on other people? Odessa, I'm worried. About you. About me? Why? I think he may be planning on using you to infiltrate the Brotherhood. I don't think you would just bait. The Brotherhood is all I've ever really known. I can't betray them. I don't care how much reprogramming he does. It's been my entire life. Well, until I met you. Perhaps the Brotherhood could be your North Star, if it comes to that. Everything the Brotherhood has meant to me, and still means to me, is always going to be an important part of what makes me who I am. But my North Star is standing right in front of me. Do you mean that? When have you known me to say things I don't mean? Of course I mean it. There's something I need to tell you. It's important and, well, I want to make sure it's not left unsaid, no matter what happens. What is it? Odessa, I love you. I love you too, Beth. When I thought I was going to lose you back at the club, I think that's when I realized it. I guess I knew before that, but it was hard to admit it to myself, to allow myself to feel that way again. After Derek broke your heart? Yeah. I didn't want it to happen again. I was afraid it would break me. But I realized that not only is it okay to take that risk, I have to take it. It just has to be with the right person. With someone who loved me truly, and who I truly loved back. So what did you find when you looked around? Other than locked doors and super mutants, that is. Well, it's big, like I said. It must have a huge footprint. Hmm. That might mean that it's even bigger than our intel suggested. 
And that means that there may be more entrances than we thought there were. And more exits. I wonder... What is it? Well, I wonder just how familiar Brian is with this facility. Maybe there's a way out that he doesn't know about. There may be. All we have to do is find it. Shall we go exploring? Let's go. Another locked door. There are a lot of them in this section. Yet I don't hear any super mutants. Or anything else for that matter. Maybe it's an area that's not in use. Possibly, but we had to pick two locks just to get into this part of the facility. So whatever's here must be important. If not now, for some later part of his plan. At least we know this is a vault tech facility now. Their branding is all over the place. It's interesting. I'm not an expert or anything, but I've been in several vault tech facilities from California to Appalachia, and I have never seen one quite like this. It's like my place, in a way, but much larger and much deeper underground. Not quite a vault, but certainly not an ordinary structure either. I wonder how many of these were built. This can't be the only one. And I wonder what it's for. I mean specifically. Is it just for Project Mind's Eye and Project Tranquility? Is it some kind of research hub for even more projects? It seems too vast to just be those two projects. It must be the latter. And considering how well it was hidden, whatever they were planning to do here was clearly something they didn't want out in the open. Do you hear that? Someone's coming. We need to get out of sight. All of these doors are locked and I'm not going to be able to pick one in time. Brian did say we had the run of the place. I have a feeling sections we had to break into weren't part of the deal. Wait. It's Dr. Flagler and Dr. Troiani. He doesn't look good. Is there anyone with them? Guards? I think it's just them. Are you okay? What happened? I'm fine. And he'll be fine. He just had his last treatment. It takes some time to recover, both from the procedure and the chem they had to give him. But when he does, he should be good as new. Maybe even better than new. That's great! It was so nice seeing the real him when I was first brought down here. The first time I spoke with him was heartbreaking. He clearly had such a brilliant mind, but he couldn't access it anymore. All because of vault -Tec. I'm just glad to have him back. That's the important part. We'll figure out the rest later. I need to take him back to the residential area. You two be careful. I don't think you're supposed to be here. We are not. Thank you. We will be careful. Let's head in the direction they were coming from. Open door. I see it. Be careful. We don't want anyone to spot us, but maybe we can listen in. Assuming anyone's still in there. How does the data look, Doctor? Everything looks good. 
The operation appears to be a success, though we won't know until we can talk to him. Once we get the process down, I'd like to get started on figuring out how to do it programmatically. And we'll need Emily to start working on integrating the Visiontron technology into what we have here. Good luck convincing her to cooperate. Once she sees what we did for Tony, she'll come around. You did. I'm still not comfortable with the rest of this, and you know that. You'll come around on that part, too. Beth! Odessa! You might as well come in here instead of crouching outside the door. <sighs> Did you spot us? No. But I know you well enough that I figured you'd be showing up right around now. And I think it's time we talk. Oh, is it time for the big villain speech? You think I'm a villain? Come on. You adopted the name of one. That's certainly not a coincidence. I needed a cover, and using the Morningstar's name and reputation made sense. Besides, he wasn't using it anymore. Did you... Kill him? Yes. Oh, don't look at me like that. How many people have you disappeared since you left the vault, Beth? That's what I thought. Anyway, now that everyone's here, let's talk about our path forward. You say that like we're not prisoners. Well, I'll admit that I knew I'd need a captive audience for this. But once I explain, I think you'll understand. And if we don't understand? If it comes to that, and I don't think it will, we'll deal with it. I don't like the sound of that. You're both well acquainted with the tech and its capabilities, so there's no need to rehash that. I found out about the project when I was in Virginia. We were buttoning up some labs and I got curious. Started reading a few terminal entries and it hit me. We get this project finished, it's our best chance to do what we were sent out here to do. A lot faster and with a lot less bloodshed. I'm not following. We know how to build a functioning society, right? Your mom taught us well. Very well, in fact. The problem, like it always is, was people. But I didn't buy that our only real option was to operate behind the scenes and hope we were able to manipulate people enough to get them to do the right thing. But I will say, you guys did a great job. Your mom got in with Foundation and the Free States. You and your dad both got in deep with a bunch of raider factions and you even infiltrated the Brotherhood of Steel. That's pretty impressive. What? Did you? No, I did not infiltrate the Brotherhood of Steel. <laughs> Whatever you say, acting knight Kirby. When's the wedding, by the way? Anyway, this tech? This gets us where we need to be years ahead of schedule. Maybe decades. By reprogramming people? That's not how you save society. And what is? Trusting people to do the right thing? You're not that naive, Odessa. You've been around. You've seen people. They're going to ruin it like they always do. Look around. This is what trusting people gets you. But with you in charge, it'll be different, right? Oh, no, you don't understand. Not me. Us. Us. There is no us, and there never will be. Oh, Beth, that's where this tech really works its magic. I've been using it to improve myself. With the help of Dr. Falco, of course. 
I was in charge of the memory manipulation part of this project. I expressed my discomfort with Brian's plans. But, well, I don't have much of a choice. So you're in on this? He's not just in on it. He's a partner. Our Merlin. I don't like where this is going. Not one bit. Let's hear this plan. Beth, you cannot seriously be entertaining any of this. Let's hear him out. See? I knew you'd come around. We need to establish something that will last. And since the powers that be decided to bomb everything back to the Dark Ages, I thought, what's the most stable form of government we can put in place given the circumstances? Democracy certainly isn't the answer. But you know what is? A dictatorship? Have we all lost our minds? Think bigger. You said Dark Ages. You don't mean a monarchy. Now you're getting it. So you want to be a king? Maybe an emperor, eventually. But we'll start with king. You are insane. And every king needs his queen. Um, that's not going to happen. If we want to set up something that lasts, it needs to be a hereditary monarchy. Our children will bear our standard, and their children, and so on. I'm not going to do this. I am not going to be your queen, and I'm not going to be the mother of your children. I thought we settled this years ago. I thought you knew who I was, and I thought you respected that. Of course I know you're a lesbian, Beth. You made that very clear. And yes, I did respect it. But this is a different situation. I won't cooperate. That's disappointing. See, here's the thing. When this process is over, that part of it isn't going to be a concern anymore. You're going to reprogram her sexuality? That's disgusting. It's a means to an end, Odessa. And the ends always justify the means. My sexuality is as integral a part of who I am as anything could be. If you take that away, if you take away my agency like this, I will no longer be the same person on a fundamental level. I'm going to fight you on this with every fiber of my being. Well, I suppose that's your decision. Ward didn't want to cooperate either. You know him, right? From Foundation? Did you ever notice that he seems to repeat himself? Change course mid-conversation? Tell you how much he needs that piece of stolen equipment even though you're standing in front of him holding it? That kind of thing can happen when you fight it. But beyond that, if you go along with this, then Odessa here gets to leave, unharmed, except for a little memory wipe so she doesn't remember this place exists, or what our plans are. And if I don't? She becomes another part of the game. I'll send her back to Atlas with a few... improvements. And it won't take her long to rise to power. Then, the Brotherhood of Steel becomes our muscle. You can't do that. Oh, I can. And I will. But if you don't want that to happen, well... All you have to do is say, yes, be my queen, and we'll rule Appalachia together. 
Just think how beautiful our children will be. Oh, and your parents? They won't be harmed either, of course. They'll be honored members of our royal family. Respected court advisors. In fact, anyone who you want protected will be protected. I won't even be offended if you want to take a mistress. How about your raider friend, Amanda? You don't have to do this, Beth. We can find another way. Stop. Just stop. <sighs> I'll do it. No, you can't. I have to, Odessa. I'm sorry. There's no way out of this, and I need to keep you safe. I love you. Isn't that enough to get you to fight? Brian? Yes, Beth? Can you make her forget about me? I don't want to forget about you. You're my North Star. I can take care of that when we do her memory wipe. But let's get you sorted first, okay? This won't take long. I've had a lot of practice. I hope you don't mind, but I'm going to poke around a little bit while I'm in there. I can't wait to see all the depraved things you two do to each other. You are sick. Appalachia is sick, and I'm the cure. I'm sorry that you don't understand. I thought you were smarter than that. That you might join us. I will never join you. The Brotherhood will fight you every step of the way. I'm looking forward to it. But for now, Dr. Falco, we won't need the handcuffs to keep Beth in the pod, fortunately. But we can't have the scribe interrupting the proceedings. Cuff her to that pipe. Thank you. Now she can yell, scream, and cry all she wants. But that won't matter. Beth, please get in the pod. Dr. Falco will connect you. I'll connect myself. All right. I'm in. Oh. Oh, wow. Are you sure you don't want to keep her as your mistress? This is next level stuff. You know what? Keep both of them. I'm just adding an attraction to men. I won't take away the attraction to women. Notice anything strange, Brian? What are you talking about? An open door can be passed through in both directions. Stop. You have no idea what you're doing. Quite the contrary. I know what I'm doing far better than you do. You sort of blindly felt around in people's minds to figure out what to do. I have years and years of research at my disposal, courtesy of Dr. Troiani. I haven't been able to get it until now. It appears that the machine unlocked the knowledge. No! You can't do this! I have to, Brian. You lost your way, and I'm going to fix you. What you saw? Odessa and I together? That was just so I could distract you long enough to get inside your head. Stop this! Stop it right now! I can't do that. And I won't. I want to bring you back, Brian. I'm going to reset you. Back to the way you were just before we left the vault. There. I think I found it. One moment. And I think I'll have it. What? 
Where am I? Beth? What happened? Dr. Falco said something went wrong, but... Quite the contrary, Odessa. Everything went very right. Should I know you, ma'am? I'm Odessa Valdez, Brotherhood of Steel. You don't remember me? Brotherhood of what? Beth, what's going on? We have a problem. What now? I don't know what happened, but those super mutants that were locked up in the East Wing, well, they're not locked up anymore and they're headed this way. Is the procedure complete, Dr. Falco? Um, yes it is. My queen. Please get Dr. Troiani and Dr. Flagler to a safe location outside the complex until we get these super mutants back in their corrals. They're too important to our plans to risk their safety. Yes, ma'am. Uncuff me, please. Doctor? It's fine, Greg. We don't even have to perform the procedure on her. Thanks. I wish this weren't the only way, but I understand now. The only options for Appalachia are continued existence under our guidance, or... Total annihilation. I knew you'd see the light. It's the only logical conclusion. We'll need weapons. Two doors down. I'll unlock the door on my way to grab the doctors. Take whatever you need. And stay safe. Those mutants are gonna lay waste to this place. We need to get out. We're not going to be able to get the tech itself out, but we need to preserve this research. You saw what it did for Dr. Flagler. Is it stored somewhere? Somewhere that we can get to quickly? We keep physical backups in a location not far from one of the main exits. It's the only exit that's still open, so we'll have to go that way anyway. What are we going to do with Carlson? We should be able to deprogram him using a Visiontron. They have a lot of the same underlying tech as this stuff. Emily, Tony, and I'll figure it out. Let's worry about that when we get out of here. Brian, are you okay to move? Yeah, I feel fine. But you're gonna have to tell me what's going on at some point. I feel like I just got yanked out of a dream. I know the feeling. Let's go. We still have about, uh, 13 super mutants hot on our heels. We need to get these backups and get out. I'll hold them off as long as I can. What was that? Sounds like another group is coming from your nine o'clock. They must have found the armory. They're going to try to blast through. The gate should hold, but I don't know how long. Jesus! They're gonna bring the whole room down on top of us! I'm going to concentrate on the ones who are chasing us. Or about the other ones if and when they break through. Here, let me unlock the storage container with the tapes. I don't suppose there are any off-site backups? I know, I know. My access code isn't working. Damn it! Move. I'll hack it. That was too close. How are things going over there, Beth? I count... 11 super mutants still upright. 10. 9. They're starting to get a little close for comfort. I'm almost there. Come on, come on! I can finish this. You have to take what we already found and get out of here with Dr. Falco. I am not leaving you. Got it. Beth! Are you alright? Can you get through? I'm okay. But you need to grab what you can and get the hell out of here. Five seconds faster. Odessa, 
Listen to me. You need to get Dr. Falco and all of this back to Fort Atlas. And you need to go now, or else you're going to get trapped too. Just five seconds. Odessa Valdez, stay focused. If you love me, and I know you do, you'll go. I can't leave you, Beth. If there's another way out of here, I'm going to find it. Heaven and Earth, remember? I will hold you to it. You better not be lying, or I will never forgive you. (laughs) Understood. Odessa, I love you. No matter what happens... No, Beth, don't say that. No matter what happens, I am so glad I met you. You've helped me become more than I ever thought I could be. I love you, Beth. Heaven and Earth. Beth, no! We need to go now. Beth, I love you. Odessa, baby, are you sure you want to be here? At her place? I, uh... I didn't know where else to go. I'm so sorry. I I know how much you loved her. And I know she loved you too. Thank you, Amanda. Do you want to stay with me for a while? You shouldn't be alone right now. I think I'd like that. Layla said that I could take all the time I needed and... I think I'm going to need a lot. Okay, come by whenever you're ready. Oh, Mr. Kirby. I... I don't know what to say. There's nothing to say, my dear. But thank you. Is there anything I can do for you? No. And I should be asking you that question, not the other way around. Elise and I, we knew that something like this could happen. But that doesn't make it hurt any less, of course. I'm glad that you were there with her at the end. And we consider you part of our family now. Our door will always be open to you. Thank you, Mr. Kirby. Did you go into the secret room? I didn't. Why? I don't know for sure, but she may have left something for you. I think you should check when you're ready. I'll check now. Thank you for telling me. Of course, my dear. I'll be taking Elise home. We need to mourn there. Being here is... It's too much for both of us right now.
holotape and a note. Had we but world enough and time. Well, Odessa, if you're listening to this, I guess I didn't make it. Please tell my parents that I've left a tape like this at their place. And Amanda too. Whatever happened, I hope it was spectacular. I also hope that I had a chance to tell you that I love you. And I wish that we'd been able to spend more time together. Those two weeks when I was off chasing leads with Dad. Fourteen days that I could have been with you. This isn't something I could have told you to your face. But I really started to believe that there was a chance that we'd spend our lives together. Grow old together. Maybe my body produced DMT before I died and that happened. A lifetime. In an instant. All spent with you. I was so lucky to meet you and to spend the time with you that I did. To hold your hand. To walk with you. To kiss you. To make love to you. You are fantastic, Odessa. You're so kind and so capable. You're going to do great things. I know it. I only wish I could be at your side while you do. I loved your moments of glad grace, and I loved your beauty, but I also loved your pilgrim soul, and I wish I had the chance to love the sorrows of your changing face. I hope you think about me sometimes, about how love fled, and paced upon the mountains overhead, and hid my face amid a crowd of stars. I hope that we can meet again, someday, perhaps in that same crowd of stars, but not for a long time. You have so much life left ahead of you. Live it. I'm so sorry, Beth. It's all right, but I suppose I'll have to record another one of those now. Beth, you're- Alive? Yeah, I am. Although, uh, I've felt better. You just missed your parents and Amanda. We need to contact them right away, let them know that I'm not dead. What happened? Let's get you to the medical bay. Those bloody super mutants got me right in the gut. I went down, but I still had enough of my wits about me to take out the five that were still left. I dragged myself to a medical bay and patched myself up, but I must have passed out from the pain before I could get to a stim pack. I don't know how long I was out, but when I came to, I had the rest of those super mutants trying to take the safety gate down, so I had to press onward. And it's a good thing they forced me in the direction that they did, because I managed to find an emergency egress point. But Odessa. What is it? It was the thought that I might never see you again that gave me the strength to go on. I don't know how else to explain finding that hatch, but in a way, it was you. No, Beth. It was you. But either way, our story clearly wasn't meant to end yet. So, what now? What's next in that story? I don't know, but we'll find out together. I love you, Odessa. And I love you, Beth. And they lived happily ever after. What? 
That can't be all there is to it. There is more. A lot more. But it's late. Come on, just give me a hint. What does happily ever after even mean? <sighs> okay. Beth and Odessa got married not long after that. About a year and a half, maybe two years later. They had five children. Uh, the twins, Andrew and Amanda, came first. Then David, Cynthia, and Daniel. Do you remember the stories I told you about great-great-grandma Cynthia? I loved those stories. Wait, was she? Yes. Grandma Cynthia was Beth and Odessa's daughter. Her maiden name was Valdez Kirby. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, indeed. So what else happened? You're really pushing your luck. Just a little bit more? Hey, what's going on in here? Lights out, Tess. You have to be up early tomorrow for school. Somebody won't take happily ever after for an answer. <laughs> I see. How about this? If I tell you how the story ends, will you go to sleep? Okay. Deal. Okay. Grandma Beth lived until 2167. Their whole family was with her when she passed. Grandma Odessa, their children, grandchildren, even a few great-grandchildren. Were you there, Mom? No, I wasn't born until about a year later. But my mom and dad were there, and that's why they named me Elizabeth. What about Odessa? She declined quickly after she lost Beth. They'd spent a lifetime together. Their family stayed by her side, too, till the end. Her last words were, a crowd of stars. Are you crying? A little, yeah. But what happened in the middle? You left out, what, 60 years? A deal's a deal, kiddo. Aww. We'll tell you the rest of the story, I promise. Just not tonight. Okay. Good night, Mom. Good night, Dad. I love you. I love you too, Tess. Good night. Good night. I love you. You okay, hon? Yeah. It's just... that story... It really hits me hard. I don't know if I'm going to be able to read the rest to her. They went through so much. There were ups and downs, sure. Downs were pretty low, but the ups were incredible. Sound familiar? <laughs> it does. I'm still going through everything they retrieved from that lab. There's a lot there. But I promise I'll get it all written down for you. Do you think it's all true? Well, the historian said that everything checks out timeline-wise, so I'm going to choose to believe that it is. <laughs> Regardless, it's one hell of a story. A story that needs to be told. And we're going to make sure that it is.
Once Upon a Wasteland, episode 10, I Shall Take Care, was produced and directed by Brad Williams and written by D.K. Trueno. Starring Letitia Lemon as Elizabeth Kirby and Vitriol Plays as Odessa Valdez. Also starring Lucy Middleton as Amanda Otis and Penal Pineapple as Andrew Kirby. Featuring Paul Reinbach as Dr. Anthony Flagler, Jake Johnston as Brian Reardon, Benjamin Campbell as Knight Gregory Carlson, Aria Velvet as Dr. Emily Troiani, Pandora Beatrix as Paladin Leila Ramani, Maria Cheshire as Lieutenant Cindy Connors, Patrick Conway as Dr. Falco, Ashley Secon as Elizabeth, and Brad Williams as Jack. Introducing Katie Williams as Tess. And I'm your narrator, Ashley Secon. Thank you for joining us for Once Upon a Wasteland. How well do you know your video game lovers? Do you want to know more about your favorite relationship options? Have you ever wondered how your video game base stack up against all the rest of the delectable digital dates? I'm Genesis, a Mass Effect nerd and commander of the SS Innuendo, and on Two Girls One Ship, we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. And I'm Vervada. The hopeless romantic cat lady, character design fangirl, and lifelong gamer. Come check out our podcast, Two Girls, One Ship, on all your favorite podcast places. And remember, beauty is in the eye of the controller. I'm Brad Williams, the creator of Once Upon a Wasteland. I'd like to thank you for supporting our show by listening. We hope that you've enjoyed following Beth and Odessa's journey toward Happily Ever After. It's been an honor to bring it to you. If you'd like a peek behind the curtain, please check out our minisodes. They're deep dives on a specific behind-the-scenes aspect of the show. Things like character studies, background information on the story or a specific episode, and even on the creative process in general. For more information on our show, you can visit our website, onceuponawasteland.com, where you can find show information, scripts for each episode, artwork, and more. You can also find us on Twitter at onceupon76pod. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review. And please, tell your friends. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can reach out to me directly on Twitter at onceupon76pod or via email at info at onceuponawasteland.com. Thank you. traffic and weather. Well, looks like almost everyone's still dead. The traffic is at a standstill. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsor, because they're totally not bribing me with massive amounts of chems or anything. Seems as the stuffed shirts are back at the White Springs playing games with that total loser modus. 
But hey, if that's your thing, whatever. So if all you squares wanted to hear more, totally, sort of, but maybe not boring stories about rebuilding Appalachia and being all goody two-shoes, definitely not raiders, check out this thing they call a podcast, The Modus Files, whatever that's supposed to be, on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever else you listen to those things. Double ugh, they're not paying me enough for this. Silly.